well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Hey. 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 Oh, ah, ah, hey. Hey, did you know? Hello. And welcome to. Hello. And welcome to. Let me bore you to sleep. My name is Jason Newland. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. And Vinny's having a nice drink. Again, as per usual, he was asleep in his bed. And as soon as I sat down at this desk, he got up. And now he's hassling me. Why are you hassling me, Vinny? Come on, mate. I don't have to put you in the bedroom. There you go. There's a treat. There you go. A treat? Nope. You know what I do? I trick him. I When we go out, I take his food with me. Not in a bowl or anything. That'd be weird. But this uh, it's dry food. And what I do is I give them little bits of that. Give them, give him. And he's so focused on getting a treat that he doesn't seem to notice. But it doesn't work when I'm indoors. So I'll be giving him treats while we're out and we've got this game that we play where I throw a treat into the grass ahead of us and he has to find it and he sniffs it out and he eats it and you know he loves that game but as soon as we get indoors and I say to him sit there you go I say to him sit and I give him a treat and I drop it and it basically just bounces off his head. He doesn't even try to catch it. It doesn't even pick it up off the floor. He just... <laughs> I mean... Yesterday, I brought him back from the walk. And I gave him a treat. And it wasn't even one of these. It was an actual treat. He didn't want it. So he sat down. He put it in his mouth. Well, I put it and he like took it out of my hand. And he literally threw it on the floor <laughs> in disgust. And these are treats that he always loved. But the problem is last week, I think it was last week or maybe the week before, I got him some treats that he really loves. I've got to stop saying that word. T.R. Reets. He loves them. They're little, but they're really... He really likes them a lot. Okay, mate, calm down. You was... We literally just got back. We've been out for a walk. Been back about 15 minutes. And he was all relaxed and calm. And now he's just... Woken up and... Wants my attention because I'm talking. He doesn't like it when I make these recordings. I don't know why. 
if I do it on camera, you don't like it, do you? You don't like being picked up and being filmed. You don't like me recording, making a recording. Do you? What is going on with you? I'm giving him lots of cuddles, so hopefully that'll be enough. Why don't you go bed, go bed, bed, just for a little bit, Min. Min, 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 go, 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 bed, bed, bed. Go bed, bed. Yeah. That's a good boy. Good boy, Venereal. Yeah. He wants to play now, I can tell. So, anyway. Today, I did something I haven't done for a long while. Don't worry, the recording's not going to go weird. Why are you staring at me? You want another treat? Why has everything got to be about you? Hey? You know, one of the things I really liked about Andre is he slept for about 16 hours a day. <laughs> so when he was awake, he was awake. But he did sleep a lot, so I managed to get things done. And he wouldn't care, you know. If, I mean, he, w he would wake up sometimes and make as much noise as he possibly could. There you go, in the, in the bed. There you go. Oh. If he continues, I'll have to put him into the bedroom. Which I don't really want to do, because doesn't really seem a lot of reason to have to do that he didn't even want my attention Ten, five minutes ago was not interested in me he was just lying there just mumbling and he snores blimey does he snore he really does it sounds like a hippopotamus showing off pretending in a snoring contest it's like he really, really proper snores, don't you? What's the point in begging for something you don't even want? I'm giving him the truth. <laughs> they're not treats. They're, they're his food, but he doesn't want them. Yeah, he's begging, and that's all I've got in my pocket. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what to do with a little monkey. Don't know what to do with you, do I? What's that on your back? I'll be roaring around in some poo, probably. So, yeah, today, early. Really, shush. Why are you going to have to go in the bedroom? Making squeaking noises. Well, I've given him a bone. So hopefully he will eat that and he'll be happy for a bit. <sighs> You're hearing crunching away now. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I I made a, a uh, uh, was it? I let me boy to sleep podcast this morning, but it was an ASMR whisper one and I haven't made one of those since I think it's October can you believe 
October, 28th of October last year. So just before Valentine's Day or whatever it is, just at the end of October. And I don't know why, and I did it really early. Well, not really early. It was about, hmm. I think I started it about half past seven. That's fairly early, isn't it? About half past seven in the morning. And I uploaded it, as you do. It's quite funny because on the ASMR Whisper Let Me Boy You To Sleep podcast, the actual podcast itself, because I do share it on other podcasts, otherwise I get no, no listens. I've had 19 downloads today. Dun, dun, dun. So this, it was the 8th or ninth episode, what was it, the 8th or ninth? Number 7, so it was the 7th, no it wasn't the 7th, it was the 8th episode, so not a lot, I've had 1,052 total downloads since time began, I think it was July, no August, the 18th, 2022 was the first one. So yeah, it's uh, kind of strange. But I uploaded it onto the Deep Sleep Whisper podcast. And I had a big old uh, surge there. Because, I mean, technically... You know, they are supposed to be relaxing and stuff. Kind of the point behind them. And... The one, two... One, two... One, two, three... Three, yeah. Three out of the four top listens on that podcast are the ones I did today. Let me boil asleep. Yeah, I put it onto there as well. So it's kind of, I don't know. Some people like them. Some people probably don't really care too much. It's, you know what I mean? It's, oh, okay. On the Let Me Boil to Sleep podcast. Three out of the top eight are the latest ones. Okay, cool. This is not boring. Stop saying that. It's not boring. It's exciting. Ah, okay, yeah, so people are listening to them. 
can't believe that this is this one is number 1021 can you believe that 1021 I realised I just repeated myself and it was perhaps I needed trumpets or something to play when I said it, but one thousand I mean they're usually at least an hour, if not longer. A thousand and twenty one hours. How many days is that? I mean, there's probably some people could list, literally just say off their head straight away how many days are there. 1,021 divided by 24, 42 days, like 24 hours a day, so it would take you 42 and a half days to listen to every episode, if you just listen to the one, you know, the hour long one, that's obviously about the 10 hour ones, then it would be a year and a half or something if you wanted to listen to the 10 hour ones blimey so 42.5 days now if you were going to listen 8 hour day so if at a work day 1021 divided by 8 so an 8 hour work day 127 and a half work days like you go to work and you spend all day at work listening to my funny voice 127.6 hours that's a lot isn't it I, mean, I don't know how many hours there are in the world but 127 hours how many hours so th- uh, 48 weeks 48 times by 5 equals times by 8 so the average person works if they do 8 hours a day 48 hours 48 weeks a year so 48 49 50 in fact you probably have more than 4 weeks off wouldn't you so Let's say you have six weeks off. So that'd be 46 times by five equals times by eight, 1,840 hours. So what about 1,021? Blimey. So that's, I don't know how many days that is, but it's it's still 1,008. So that's, it's over half of a year, maybe eight months of listening every day, five days a week for eight hours. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, can you imagine? I couldn't imagine it. It'd be awful. Oh, oh, no! Like, please, give me toilet duty. Give me. I'll, I'll wash them. I'll clean some toilets. I'll do anything. 
I'll just, just, just let me have to stop. Oh, I don't want to listen to him anymore. Eight hours every day. Oh, I'm not really selling it, am I? Never mind. So yeah, I did that. Uh, also, yeah. I'm in the process of filling up the the base of my punch bag with water. It's like a big, thick, plastic case. It's round, circular, which is <laughs> round, isn't it? But it's a big, big old thing. So I'm filling it up in the bathroom. And I've I've done like three different stints filling it so far because it's so big that it's it's going to take it just takes too long. So I spend about five ten minutes doing it, and then I have a rest because it's a little bit boring really just standing there with a shower. And plus, I get uncomfortable whenever I'm near a bath. Anything that anything that kind of to do with cleanliness, I just, yeah, I feel very, ooh. so, hopefully that'll be filled by tomorrow, because I, I got this punch bag, I had a, I had a punch bag that was hanging off the wall, and it kind of started to pull the wall off, so, not in a nice way, so I, I got rid of that, I gave that to someone, who then gave it away to someone else, and I, so I got this new punch bag, but it was in probably November last year. And I was going to put it up and everything, but I didn't get round to it because the big old thing, the big box, and I just left the box in the hallway. And I was going to put it up and I just, oh, I'll put it up tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. Nah, nah, nah. And then I fell down the stairs and fractured my back. Not related to the box, but I had no reason to put it up. Well, I couldn't physically do it anyway, but I, I couldn't, I wasn't able to do any exercise or lift weights or do anything for quite a few weeks. That was in December. So by February, that was the middle, it was the last week of December, the week just before Christmas. And the week before that, I just got Vinny. Uh, so I got him on a Saturday, and I think I fell down the stairs on the Tuesday. And it was Christmas the following weekend, something like that. Yeah, oh yeah. So I left it, you know, January I was still in pain, February I was still stiff, you know, it was, it was obviously it was healing. Even March I didn't really feel up to it, feel up to kind of too much in a way of exercise. But I was walking around with, you know, with him and, you know, I was doing that and I was trying to do some stretches and things like that. 
And then I did buy, I got some weights because I gave my weights away as well. It's because I couldn't use them and a neighbour kept asking to borrow them. And it's just a couple of dumbbells and I said, oh, I just, not, not, not the neighbours, I'm talking about the weights. And I said, yeah, just, just keep them. Because it was just easier than keep answering the door. So I, I got myself some new weights, probably April time. I got one because I wanted to see if it was any good because it was a, it was like an all-in-one, fairly heavy but all-in-one, not ones where you put the weights on the on the edges, you know, on the ends and screw up the thing or whatever. Because that's the only ones I'd ever used before. But these are kind of metal but uh, set in a cast some kind of metal cast or whatever not like a a leg cast but a dumbbell cast I don't know I don't know how they make them anyway so I got this one and I tested it and it, it was fairly heavy uh, it kind of did the trick but it was a little bit too I felt a bit lopsided just doing one at a time, doing the right hand and then doing the left hand. And I prefer to have two than I can do both exercises at the same time. Exercise on both sides, you know, my right hand and my left hand, or my right arm, my left arm, right shoulder, left shoulder. Blah, blah, blah. So, so I've got two weights. I still had the punch bag in the box and over the months it's turned into a shelf for more rubbish to just be left on there so what I did uh, I'm not quite sure why but the other day I thought Meh. oh I do know why because it was recycle day coming up and I thought, I'll take this opportunity to get rid of the box. So I can put it out for recycling. And that'll force me to take the stuff out. Well, as it turned out, it didn't. Because recycling was two weeks ago. And we're coming up to recycling day again. Or was it last week? No, it was last week. Yeah. It says a week ago more than a week ago that I took it out of the box and it's just I put it together put all the only thing that needs to be done now is once the water's in the case I put the lid on I find a way to get it from the bathroom into the bedroom and then I just attach the base which is four screws it's easy to do so and I've had about how many of these have I had in the past? Stand-up ones. They don't tell jokes. Uh, Stand-up, it's... How are you getting on with your stand-up punch bag? Oh, I, just, I can't punch it. It's just, it's just too, too funny. Um, one, two, two. I think I've already had two stand-up ones before. It's the third stand-up one. 
Yeah, because I had the one off the wall this after that. And... I can't remember having a stand-up one before. I would quite like one of those ones that's shaped as a human. Just because just it's fun, you know. But... I could kiss it. <laughs> well... Um, so yeah, I'm in the process of putting that up. So it's all set to go. I just need to finish filling it with water. Then I can put it up. And I've got some mats again that I got. Blimey, again about the same time, like October time last year, and they're not gym mats but they're quite thick mats which should uh, hopefully stop or reduce any kind of sound from travelling downstairs I hope so I'll put them under I'll put them underneath the punch bag and I've got another punch bag that I've already got as well which is more of a speedball thing and I'll be, I, I use that but that's more just for, it's just fun. I mean, the punch bag's fun as well, but it'd be good to get back to doing a, a bit more exercise. Just, you know, every day, if I can do an hours, an hour on a punch bag every day, I think that'll be, that'll do me good. And it's, it's not about like punching hard or or fast or anything. It's just it's just movement. It's just continuous movement, and that that's really what it's about for me. It's about just keeping. Uh, it, it's good. The movement's good for my back, my lower back, which is uh, I had a few difficulties with my lower back over the years, so it's good for that. It's good for my upper body. Um, it's just good overall really and it is cardiovascular valerie as well because so some people say no it's not you've got to go running or widen a bike for that no anything that gets your heart rate up like physical activity is cardiovascular it's good for you you know so whether it's if you're walking upstairs, it's good for you. It might not feel good for you, but it's, you know, it's healthy. And it's a workout. So if I'm standing or moving around and uh, whether I'm shadow boxing or punching the bag for half an hour or an hour, I'm going to be using uh, not just a lot of energy, but I'll be using my It'll get my heart pumping and yeah I'm not saying it's the same as going running because I'm I'm sure it's not but it's less embarrassing because I don't have to be seen in public with my shorts with my frilly shorts on I guess I don't have to wear frilly shorts but some things are hard to give up 
do have an exercise bike as well that I've had for a few years but I've never used it it's, uh, I call it the dust collector and it's also used for dumping clothes on it's quite good actually for a shirt you know just to put a shirt over the handles but I, I'm thinking of maybe getting back into it but I want to say back into it I've never been into it I've never liked bikes, not since I was a kid. I loved bikes when I was a kid because I could get around. The last bike I would say I enjoyed, and I use the word enjoyed very lightly, the one that I kind of appreciated was when I was staying with my dad when I was 17 and I was just stopping with him for a little while for a few months, a couple of months I was working in a local, little local supermarket now it was about a 20 minute walk 5 minute bike ride and I was using a bike that had been in the family previously and it was a, perhaps we're not supposed to say a woman's bike, but back in them days, it was classed as a woman's bike, a female bike. And it was comfortable. And you could put your leg over and there was no, no bar to get in the way. And the seat was lovely. It just, my bum felt nice. And those were the days where I didn't really have a bum. You know, I didn't have much in the way of padding because I was so skinny. Don't really have that problem now. I mean, back then it was like I had a big seat and no bum. And it looked like it was just all seat, like I was sinking into the into the seat. Now, if you see me on a bike, you can't see the seat. It's almost like I've swallowed this, well, you know, swallowed. Uh, inhaled the seat it's like almost the bike is part of me that was a comfortable seat that was the most com comfortable bike seat I ever sat on and it was easy to ride and I used to enjoy it not enjoy it but I used to I used to ride it I remember once I was in a hurry because I was, oh, I had about four minutes to get to work. And I was really going for it. And there was this little alleyway that was all pebbles and sand on the floor for some reason. It was, and there was these houses in, the, in, in there as well. It wasn't like an alley alleyway, but it was a, a cut through. And cars could drive through it. Well, anyway, I'm going, and this car stopped because it got to the, the road and he couldn't turn yet. Now, I left it too late to stop, and I pulled the brakes, and because it was sand, the bike didn't stop, and I smashed into the back of the car. Now, I didn't hurt myself. I didn't, I didn't think, I wasn't sure if I had hurt myself. 
All I knew is I just smashed into the back of a really nice car. It was like a Mercedes or something, you know. I've never been an expert on cars, but I could tell it was a nice car. So what I did is, is it possum? Played possum. I just, I landed on his bumper or his back bumper and I just spread out and just laid there face first on his, the back of his car and I didn't move so he came out of his car, he got out and I thought I'll do this that way let's just see what happens maybe he he won't get angry and want me to pay for his car because you know I, I was earning £60 a week I was didn't have money to pay for a car not that he'd have to replace the whole car but anyway the bike was damaged luckily he got out of the car and he was really concerned about my well-being so I played up on it a little bit and I was like oh oh where am I what's my name <laughs> you know all that stuff who are you are you my daddy and, and it was just in the end he was like oh are you okay I said I don't know I'm not sure was my left leg always that long you know and then it was fine he, he was he, he helped me up and he said um, are you sure you're okay I said yeah I feel, I'm going to be okay thanks and he got in his car and he drove off if anything I think he was probably more concerned about his own insurance about having maybe having to take the blame for me even though it wasn't his fault but you know there's no witnesses so if I was injured it could have been could might not look very good on him I mean maybe he did stop a bit too I'm not gonna I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna change the reality of that story and say that he, he slammed his brakes on I had no chance of stopping it might be a that might have happened might, might, maybe it did happen and I went into the back of the car and I went over to the passenger went over to the to the, to the, to the car you know driving seat and I told him oi what did you just do ooh and I shook my hand and he said oh please I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and then the helicopter came down and said what's going on because the helicopter could talk I mean I could change the story but none of that happened it was pretty much how I described it to start with and but the, the, the car the, 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 the wheel rubber of the bicycle was buckled it turned from being a wheel to a square basically so I had to tell my dad explain to him why the bicycle was broken so 
about her changed the story I'm guessing to more the version the second version I mean the fact is I did try and stop and I couldn't but the fact is I didn't try and stop until it was too late I mean really in reality that car may have saved me because if that car hadn't been there I might have just gone straight in the road because I couldn't stop I'm not sure if the, if the brakes worked they might have done it's quite a long time ago it's over 10 years when I was 17 this is like 19... 88, 98, 2008, 2018, 
and I remember at the time I was collecting comedy albums and comedy D, not DVDs, comedy videos, but mainly comedy albums. So every time I got paid, the monthly pay, I'd go, it'd be a Friday, no, it'd be a Saturday morning. It seemed to always be a, a Saturday or Friday we got paid, but maybe it wasn't. But the Saturday after I got paid, I'd finish on a Saturday morning because I was on night shift. And then I would go straight to London. I might I might have gone to have some breakfast first at home, I can't remember. But I'd go, I'd go straight to London and I'd go to... on a train. And then I would go to Virgin the big Virgin Superstore or HMV or Tower Records I think they were the three, one, three that I went to and they had loads of comedy albums sometimes I'd get comedy cassettes uh, but it was mainly albums if I could get them so anything from Woody Allen to um, Sam Kinison Steve Martin, uh, just Stephen Wright, Bill Cosby, just Eddie Murphy. I'm not going to list every comedian. Richard Pryor, Richard, uh, George Carlin. I uh, just loads, loads and loads. So I had this big collection of comedy albums. And I actually ended up selling them to a comedian, would you believe, in later in the year, because I was going to move, I decided to move to back to London to be a comedian. And I needed to raise some money to go there. And this policeman, he, was, he wasn't like a full-time comedian, he was actually a policeman. But he did, he did charity benefit gigs and stuff like that. And he'd, he'd be the host. And he'd been doing it for a long time. And he was a friend of my dad's, I think. Well, anyway, he came round. And I had videotapes as well, so it wasn't just the albums. And he bought them all from me for 250 quid cash. And he took them with him. And... Yeah, they were worth more than that. Well, I paid more than that for them. But to get that second end was pretty good. Like lump of cash. It's not really, is it? Thinking about it. It's not even a month's wages. at the Even at the time. No, it wasn't that great. But it's... I don't know, I needed, I needed the extra money and I managed to get together about, in my memory I had about £600 when I moved to London, but I probably didn't because that's quite a bit of money, I think I had about 400 when I moved to London and I went up 
first of all to find somewhere to live and I found somewhere and I, cause I just basically just looked in the shop windows you know the news agents and, and the newspaper and I found a, a room in Stratford and so I went there paid a deposit and said I'm going to move in on I don't know it was a Sunday because a friend of mine gave me a lift it was either a Saturday or a Sunday and I remember going up there and I, I literally took everything I owned this time last time when I went to London I left a lot of my stuff with my dad it was basically underneath his bed not his bed but the spare bed all my albums you know my other comedy DVD DVDs didn't exist I don't think then but they probably did I just didn't know about them I've always had a rule don't ever buy anything I can't spell so I didn't have any DVDs but videos I had quite a good collection of videos before I went to London the first time and books and just bits and bobs that I had you know my stuff I remember getting back from London the first time it was so lovely to see my stuff just things I'd forgotten about books I'd forgotten about just stuff you know my stuff that I, and I didn't have much much things but it was nice just to see it just to be near it and just to touch it again be able to just look at the video covers <laughs> I don't know just it was nice that's my memory of that that's my memory but then leaving I remember getting to London when I went back there in and it was January 1991 and I I went there I just had a few black bags with me with stuff in um, not just empty black bags that would be weird a few clothes, didn't have many clothes it's very basic, you know, one pair of shoes maybe five pairs of socks, five pair of pants uh, pair of trousers, a couple of tops that was it, you know, I didn't have much I still don't really, I've not, never been a clothes person really um, yeah and I look like a I don't know it's kind of I don't know how to explain it if you got a Christmas tree and you dressed it up in a suit that's about as smart as I look you know without all the decorations I mean just a normal little tree and you put a suit on it. I just, it just doesn't look right. That's that's me. That's how I don't. I don't look right when I'm dressed nicely. It just looks. 
It looked like someone's played a practical joke on me. Like I've been asleep and they've dressed me up. And I don't realise I'm dressed like that and I'm walking around oblivious. And people are just pointing and thinking, what's gone on? What's happened? That's what I look like when I <laughs> when I dress nice. And I do remember though getting to Stratford and going and just there was a few bags of stuff. I think I might have had a few books, bits and bobs, and I just took them with me. Went upstairs with a the room is that I was staying in. Stayed there for nearly four years. And I didn't have any food. Didn't have any anything really. Just all I had was my belongings. I didn't have a job to go to. I, that was what I needed to find the following week. And it was all a gamble. All a big gamble really. So I remember getting a kebab. I didn't even have a television. Didn't have a television. So I went and got myself a kebab. And just sat in the room eating a kebab. I can't think of a really good way to end that story. I mean, eating a kebab is about as exciting as it gets. I'm not sure. Hmm. I had a kebab. Did you have a kebab? Yeah. Was it nice? Yeah. Okay. I lived in so many different places over the years like other people's houses and it was <laughs> interesting should we say let's say interesting that's a word isn't it that's a word should we use that word it was interesting very strange times very strange. What have I got here? Someone said something on my Spotify. Oh, okay. That's weird. Your fans are talking. Listen. I don't know what that means. So, I don't know if I'm going to do another whisper, let me boy to sleep. Tomorrow? I'm not sure. I don't necessarily have any particular plans of doing it. I mean, right now, all I want to do is go to sleep. I'm feeling quite tired. 
Although I am a little bit excited because tomorrow, 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 two things. There's From, it's a TV show called From, F-R-O-M. The new season's coming out. I hope that they had they release all the episodes, but they might not. I don't know. So that's been released. So I'll be looking forward to watching that. And the other thing is there is a world title boxing super bantamweight, I think. And it's uh, Inu, Inu, Inui, his name is, and he's called The Monster. And he's fighting um, Stephen Fullen or Fulham or something. I forget his name, but they're both undefeated. They're both world champions. Inui, Inui was the... He, had, he held all the belts at bantamweight and he gave them all up to go up to super bantamweight which is like a pound or two pounds heavier because they're, they're like seven stone or something ridiculous like that and so he's fighting for Stephen who's got two world titles in the super bantamweight division and it's got to be hard if you if you're weighing like eight stone to keep that weight from going up because basically it's going to fluctuate every time you every time you eat an apple you're going to put on like a quarter of your weight you know it's just to be that that light and these are people that are, are they're training every day so their real weight is probably two stone heavier if they didn't train or maybe a stone heavier but you know it's for example I'm a 16 stone if I trained in boxing you know not to be a boxer but just if I just did the training every day five days a week for four hours a day whatever my weight would reduce a hell of a lot if I was training four hours a day. I'd probably go down to, I reckon I'd be about 12 stone, I reckon. Well, not, maybe not 12. I don't know if I could go down that far now, but at least 14 stone. I don't think I've got enough. No, yeah, I've got, I don't know if I could go down to 12 again. I used to be 12, I used to be a few pounds at one point, but I can't go back down to that either. Anyway, the boxing, it's on at 9 in the evening tomorrow, because it's in Japan. How brilliant is that? One of the biggest fights of the year, at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday evening. It's just unbelievable. It's just, it's, I've never known anything like it, apart from last time. I just remembered there was another fight in Japan a while back. There was also 
I watched the fight, I think it was in late afternoon and it was in Australia and it was a world title fight so yeah I guess I have seen a few fights that are at weird times but it's weird compared to like normal but it's unusual I mean the only two times really that I watch fights are in the early evening in the UK if it's a UK fight starting at maybe 7.30 finishing maybe 11 11.30 whatever if it's in America which is the, the main second place that it would be then it would be on starting at 1 or 2 in the morning UK time but then if it's in France or Germany or somewhere Eastern European then it might be a, a few hours difference but it's you know but we don't always get a lot of those fights which is a shame because some of the best boxers in the world are from Russia and the Ukraine I mean two of the pound for pound boxers in the world are from Ukraine and another two are from Russia so you've got um, I think Usyk is now the number one pound for pound I'm not sure so Usyk is the heavyweight champion of the world he's got three of the belts I think and Lomachenko from Ukraine he's got he hasn't got any belts but he's he's been on the pound for pound list for years because he's so good but he did lose recently and then the light heavyweight division is ruled by two Russians one's got three belts and one's got one belt and Bertie Bertabiev is the one with three belts and he's knocked out every one of his opponents everyone which is unheard of but he's, he's about 37 or 38 years old so he's not a young man anymore but he's just phenomenal and then Bivol is also unbeaten and he holds one of the I think he holds just one of the world titles in the light heavyweight division but he beat Canelo last year and he beat another unbeaten fighter last year who was a former world champion so you know they're both both of those are in the pound for pound I wonder, I want to actually check to see if I'm just talking nonsense. Pound for pound. Ring. It's a ring magazine. List of pound for pound rankings. Alexandra Usyk, number one. This is the ring magazine pound for pound rankings. Inua Anui, who is fighting tomorrow night, he's number two. That's why I was so excited, see. Terence Crawford is number three, and Errol Spence Jr. is number four. Them two, they kind of 
dominate the welterweight division with they all have world titles. Terence Tra- Terence Crawford has a WBO and Elf Spence has the rest, and they're fighting each other in a couple of weeks' time. Canelo Alvarez number five. Dimitri Bivol is number six. Uh, Vasily Lomachenko is number ten. Isn't that interesting? So Bertie Bev, Bertie Bev is not even listed, even though he's unbeaten, knocked every one of his opponents out, and he holds three world titles. Yet Vasily Lomachenko has lost three times. He lost his last fight, and he's still number ten. Dimitri Bivol, unbeaten. He beat Canelo last year, yet Canelo is still above him in the rankings. It's kind of isn't that a bit strange, don't you think? How do they manage to get? How do they manage to work that one out? I mean, they're all great boxers. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about any of them. Uh, Canelo used to be the number one. Mayweather Jr. was the number one, constantly, and Pacquiao was number one in the rankings. Tyson Fury. I mean, he was in the top ten. He's not anymore. Dimitri Bivol, why is he below Canelo Alvarez? I mean, fair enough, Canelo has, he's dominated the super middleweight. He's got all the belts. But Dimitri Bivol beat him last year. I mean, you'd think that would count for something, wouldn't you? But, hey, hey ho. Ah. So how many did I say? Four people. Out of four people, three are in the top ten. So I was nearly right. Nearly right. But on that note, I'm going to go because I need a toilet. So thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Be gentle with yourself. Lots of love. And I will speak to you tomorrow. Bye.